This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and uh, you are listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, as we learned uh, on Tuesday, the NFL will, in fact, go to a 17-game yeah, season. We've yeah. talked a lot about this. this Not was, unexpected. This was a done deal. Um, it was going to happen as soon as they signed the new CBA. Yeah, this is in um, the works. And then COVID yeah. delayed it a little, right? There's a lot of... I get misunderstanding out there about what the league is doing here. First okay. of all, they can't go to an 18-game schedule under the rules of this current CBA. Okay, so they've People, been agreed upon. They can't that was agreed go upon. To once they once they once this CBA is up, then they can talk about. Is that 10 years from now? That's 10 years from yeah, now. Okay, so it's it's going to be 17. Not happening anytime soon. Correct. Uh, the second thing that that. Um, People don't understand how they chose the opponents okay. for the crossover games. It's really pretty easy. You take whatever division in from the other conference that you played against two years ago, okay, and that's who you match up against first, second, third, fourth, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the same way that you do it with, with the rest of the schedule. See, that makes sense to me because the other conference, you play those those conferences every four Once years. Once every four years. So this would space them out a little bit. You haven't right. seen that team in a while. That's, the, that that's, the way that they, that's the way that they did this so that you weren't playing the Seahawks in back-to-back years or you're not playing sure, the, sure. You know, the Packers in back-to-back years. Right. Which is so why they did it that way. At most, you saw this team two years ago, and there's really a one-in-four chance of that even. You know, right. Once the same starts rolling. So the Steelers are going to play the number one team from the division they played two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then the league said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna rotate the home and away for this." So this year, the AFC is the home team. So every A, do you know what com- I don't know if the conference the Steelers or the North plays off the top. Of their They're head. playing the NFC West. Okay, yeah. So this year, every NFC West team will come to an NFC North team. Yeah. Next year, every or uh, an AFC North team. Next year, the AFC North team will go to whatever NFC division. They'll play the NFC East next year. So the Steelers will have nine road games. They'll match year. up against whoever finishes what in whatever place they finish mm-hmm. in the AFC North. They'll match up. That so it could be you know they go to Philadelphia or they go to Dallas or they go to Washington. Yeah. You know one of those. But they'll have eight home games and nine road games. Right. Where this year is the opposite. Yeah. Okay. Um, not that difficult. The not other, that difficult. Yeah. The other interesting thing. I guess thing you of, like it better the the just from a geography standpoint. I'd rather travel to Philly. Then travel to Zona. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just luck of the draw, but no big deal. Yeah. Um, the other interesting thing that they did with this is that they said that they're going to guarantee four international games starting next year, not this year. So you think there'll be zero this year? I don't know. Th- I don't know if they've decided that I yet. Think I, think so they're still, right. I think they're still waiting until like, the schedule's supposed to come out, I think, sometime around the draft. They always space could it be, out well. Could be a little bit after the draft. Um, I always remember it being like, that little lull before the draft when free agencies dried up, yeah. or that little lull after the free, the um, draft buzz. I want to say down. like second week of May or something like okay. that is supposed to come out, but they're waiting to see if stuff opens up. Yeah, you, you might still well you still can't even you now. still can't even travel to some of these places, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, if that happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But next year they're guaranteeing four international games. And Seems everybody, once every eight years, has to play okay. in an international game. Won the Super Bowl or At had least a new once. coach or whatever. So. Because you've got teams. The Steelers haven't played one since 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I assume that, they're going to take that into the equation. Yeah. If you haven't played in a while, you're That's been their, their only international regular season game. In Ireland, right? No, they played, oh, in, that was they played in London. Yeah. Yeah. The Packers have never played one. Wow. So they're going next year probably. Yeah. So, I mean, you're looking at teams that haven't done it in a while. They're probably going to end up having to do that. And the reason teams don't want, you know, the teams like the Packers and the Steelers haven't done that. A, they, they can't give up – the Steelers can't give up a home game because of their stadium lease. Good point, and it's great revenue. They fill with every right. seat, you know, when they can. If you're the Detroit Lions and the Steelers are coming to town, you don't want to give up that. That's not that the home road gate. game you want to give up either, yeah. right? Because you sell a place out. Little ten thousand black and gold. <laughs> you know, if you're right. the you know the Jaguars go go to to London a couple mm-hmm. of times a year because they can't sell out their their, oh, their the home stadium, candidate. right? The only so, time that they do is when the Steelers are in town or the I, Packers are in town. Good point. <laughs> I, I'm sure you don't know this answer, but I also just assume. Divisional games won't be international games. No, I think I, what they're probably going to try to do is use these these games. These, these, oh, the, these NFC, the, the one wouldn't surprise me if a lot of those are the games that end up getting flexed to overseas. That makes sense because then you'd still have eight and eight and a road game. Yeah, you know, and a and you're both traveling. And you're both traveling. I mean, you're a little upset if that's your home game, but you're upset if that's your home game any year. So right. This, yeah. That year you still got at least eight home games. It hurts just a little less. Yeah. That makes the, sense. the other thing that they've done now is cut the preseason down to three games, which I'm absolutely fine with. I yeah. kind of expect it to be two, but so this great. year you would expect that so that everybody has the same number of home games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFC teams would get two home preseason games this year. Oh, that makes sense. And the AFC would get one, way. and then there'll still be a Hall of Fame game at the Steelers. And the, the teams in the Hall of Fame game get four preseason games. So this year, mm-hmm. the Steelers still play four preseason games against Dallas again. I yeah, think. yeah. Which also has four, but then after this, they only have three. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Though, if, if rotating it NFC versus NFC. Well, does everyone play two? I mean, how many games? What if you played all NFC opponents in the preseason? Well, the league sets some of those preseason. So, I, mean, yeah. I, know, I don't know. How I don't know if they're going to. I mean, work. typically, I think before the league would set I mean, two a lot of, of your teams play the same team. They would year. set your two preseason games, and then you would schedule the other two. I think maybe they're always close ones. Carolina, yeah. Philly. You know, so I think close. the the Steelers will keep the Carolina Philly games. Mm-hmm. It's just then someone that's not on your schedule, right? Yeah, I mean, whatever. That's small potatoes. Yeah. But. Um, and typically, you don't want to you don't want to play a team, uh, you know, another AFC team that you're going to play in the regular season or no, something. No, like you don't that. want somebody on your schedule yeah. to be in the preseason. So you end up playing a lot of NFC teams, anyways. That makes sense. Um, what was I going to say? The thing that I didn't like and I've been lobbying for was still was only one bye week. I I, I, I thought two was what the players deserved. Well, they've already stretched the season now another week. I know week. you have to add a whole yeah. other week. You know, they, um, they did push the Super Bowl got pushed back because of this. Right. Right. So right. It makes sense. Um, but. Players aren't thrilled with it because some players. This is here's the thing about that. The players had a chance to speak to make their opinion known on whether they wanted the 17 game schedule or not when they voted on the new CBA last year. That seems like a million years ago, but it isn't. That was the main sticking point of this negotiation. There was a negotiation for this and. Some of these young players weren't around then even, you know, right. you're in. Or, but you know. the, the complaints now coming out, well, I can't believe they're doing this. You voted for it last year. 
Or you got vote against. I mean, you had yeah. to vote. Like Alvin Kamara came out. Oh, I can't believe they're doing this. Alvin, you voted on this last year. <laughs> this was this was a done deal. Yeah. This is not. You got your results yeah. you wanted then. You could have voted any way you want, but this is the way it ended up when the ballots were cast. And oh, by the way, because of this, the players now get a higher percentage of the uh, of, of the revenues. Their revenue, yeah, their yeah, revenue yeah. percentage kicks up 0.5%. You might say, well, it's only half a percentage point. You know how many millions that half is? Half a percentage point of $10 billion? <laughs> right, right. I'll take that. If they don't, you know, if the players don't want it, send it our way. We'll take sure. it. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't reflect in the salary cap, but that's a different issue. I yeah. mean, that's because it's a strange Well, year. the cap had already gone up with the, for the minimum salaries and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this just helps, you know, pay for, the, for, pay for that. And they already had gone to the 55 players on the roster. That's another good point. So there's more players employed. I assume the um, well, definitely the practice squads will be bigger than they were before the season. Well, they'd already, yeah, they'd already. I, they'd, big they'll be I think they'd gone to what we say before twelve on the I practice. Think 12, I think it was twelve, fifty-five players on the on the game day roster and twelve players on the practice squad. Those yeah. were increases from the previous CBA before they even knew what COVID was, and before they went right. to a seventeen-game schedule. Yes, yes, yes. So I think a lot of players are like, I'm getting paid the same for seventeen games as I am sixteen. And yeah, your contract didn't change. You, you're right, but you knew it was coming. Right, and this was more not money a... going to the players in the big picture. Here. Yeah, it wasn't a surprise. You may not have a long enough career to reap that benefit. Who knows? Yeah, but... and that's the problem with the with the players' union. You've well, got yeah, you've got too many guys long. at different stages of their career. Half right, the league right, is right. just trying to hold on. Half the yeah. And if you're and Kamara, year. maybe you only play three more years. I mean, running backs don't last. Yeah. You know? Uh, a lot of people. But he had a lot better than Franco Harris did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just you got to prepare for the generations ahead of you too. Uh, a lot of uh, Steeler fans complaining about the fact. Well, the Steelers they had the toughest schedule in the league, and now they add Seattle to it. Well, don't win the division. Then. Well, first of all, they get Seattle here, mm-hmm. which is a big difference. Secondly, the Ravens have the second hardest schedule in the league. It's not like the Steelers are alone in this. If you look no, at the AFC right. North, because first of all, they all play each other twice. But it's a good division. Yeah. I mean, and you're matching up against the NFC West. So, yeah, you're going to add another good team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, yeah, the Steelers have the, the two best divisions in the league. I mean, right. Yeah. The, the Steelers have the toughest schedule based on last year's records. The Ravens are second. Okay. The Bengals are sixth. If anybody should be complaining, it should be Cincinnati. Like, hey, we stunk last year, and we've got the sixth toughest schedule. Well, don't be the fourth best team in the best one of the best divisions. Yeah, obviously. and the Browns are the Browns have the ninth toughest schedule. So none of the AFC te- North teams are getting a break here with any of this. Like, it's not a, it's not. Are, are you telling me there's a huge difference between for the Steelers to play Seattle or the Browns to host the Cardinals? Not dramatically. I, mean, I don't want to play. You want to play Carl? You want to play Kyler Murray? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. didn't get JJ Watt. Well, they're going to get to see JJ Watt now. <laughs> <laughs> so I retweeted this today from Football Outsiders. They do a way too early projections for schedules as well, and their eight toughest are all in the NFC. It goes Chicago, Arizona, Rams, Vikings, Detroit, Seattle. Which are makes that's perfect the, sense because those a, the, the NFC North teams yeah. are playing the AFC North teams this year. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, so and they, they're not as good. And they're they're going to be <laughs> dogs in those games. Yeah. So they have other a really than, you know problem. Green Bay's going to host some teams and they're going to be yeah Green Bay's not in that mix because yeah. they get to play the Rams or the Bears twice, the Lions twice, the Vikings twice. Yeah, if you're the the Lions on here have the sixth. They're tied with Cincinnati for the sixth toughest schedule. The Packers are fourth. The Vikings are fifth. The Bears are third. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, it's, a, it's the, the same thing the draw, because right. they're playing the AFC North. Right. 
Right, right. Those teams are all good. And then according to fo- to Aaron Schatz, you know, football siders, the toughest in the AFC, he has the Steelers with the toughest. And then Indy, Tennessee, Cincy. But, yeah. Okay. You know, but some of those, I, don't, I mean, what are you going to uh, – strength of schedule is weird. Uh, I mean, I, I, last year's winning percentage to me is not – Means nothing, not no. Like, I like how Warren Sharp does it when the Vegas odds come out of what your win totals are. I also want to know where the games are going to be played. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a huge difference. It didn't last year because there were no fans in the stadium. Right. But what if it's your third road game in a row or. Yeah, when you're playing them, where you're playing them. You've got to host Baltimore. Yeah. You know, that's tough. That matters. Right, right. Um, If you look at this, the Eagles have the easiest schedule. Because look at their divisions. Yeah, Yeah, their divisions. The the Cowboys are second and the second easiest. Eagles are the fourth place team in the worst division. But you start looking at the Dolphins come out with an easy schedule again. They had an easy schedule last year. Okay. Um, I mean, the Jets are on there twice, obviously. Yeah. Tampa Bay is 29th. Wow. Here's the thing about, like, let's say, okay, so you got the Saints on your schedule. Well, Saints are going to be a much different team this year without Drew Brees. I was about to mention the Niners. And some of the guys that they were, yeah, the Niners are, you know. Really good example. Right? Um, you know, but some of these teams that, you know. You know, going into last season, you looked at, well, you play the Patriots this year. But they don't have Tom Brady. No, Tom Brady. <laughs> right, right. No. Uh, again, last year's winning percentage to me is an okay but not great indicator. The team right. changed too much. But, um, no, it's interesting. I mean, it, no one's going to say the Steelers don't have a tough schedule, though. I mean, they have a tough schedule. And right. Part of it's because you're playing four of your six division games are against really good teams. Yeah. I mean, and, you, know, you know, it is what it is in terms of the schedule itself. Um, you play who you play. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they're going to have uh, a tough go. You know, they play a lot of upper tier quarterbacks this year. I guess so. The West is now strong, and Lamar and Baker's better than he was, yeah. and Burrow, and yeah. That makes I mean, sense. you're going to get Aaron Rodgers. You're going to play, you yeah, know, some of those guys. But it is what it, I mean. Yeah, it's the same for every other. You know, the the Ravens are going to play Aaron Rodgers. The yeah, Browns are going to play Aaron Rodgers. That's a nice way the schedule's set up, too. It's like, you know, yeah, you, you play a first-place team, but that's only one – I guess it's two out of 17 games now. Well, now it's three. Three out of three 17. Three out of 17 games. That are, they're based there. on where you finished in your division. Right, which is a little bit more weighted. But still, you know, the teams you're directly competi- competing with, the three other teams in your division, have the majority of the same schedule, which is a great way of doing it. Yeah, and I, I mean – so, you know, for this year, yeah, the Steelers get the, you know, they have to play the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. They have yeah. to play uh Buffalo. Buffalo. They yeah. have to play who won the who won the South last year? The Colts? Or was it Tennessee? They were both at the same Tennessee. Record. I think I Tennessee won. Played in the wild card game. I think Tennessee won. It. I think you're right. Cuz they do the Steelers play the Titans this year. Okay. Playing the Titans this year is not the same as playing them last year. They don't year. look as good as they did a year ago. No. No. I think Buffalo and KC aren't going to be walks in the park. Yeah. I don't think uh, – the Ravens don't look like they're going to be as good this year as they were. I lean that way, too. I mean, I, I still want to see what they do in the draft. And, I, sure. again, that's a franchise that you trust. Right, right. But they're not as good – like, everybody's talking about the Steelers and, well, they lost this guy in the last second. Who is – who other than Zeitler, who have the Ravens added? That, right. Sammy Watkins doesn't make them a better team. I don't think their passing game's any better. They lost all their edge rushers. Their pass rush is worse. <laughs> Um, the guard position was upgraded. That's fine, but he's not John Hanna. And he's only one. They get to get to play two of them. Right, right. And what if Orlando <laughs> Brown gets traded? I mean, they might yeah. need more O-line help in the mix. No, I, I mean, it. I don't see them as being a, a better team right now than they were. Mm-mm. I think the Browns are. 
I think the Browns are, are uh, yeah. A couple nice defensive I mean, they, additions. They, they couldn't have been Odell. worse defensively. No, no. I mean, Odell and they're going to get Odell Beckham yeah. back. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I don't see the Ravens I don't as being know the a KC's better. Team. better. I know they're not better. Right. They right. still don't have a left tackle. No, they've got issues. We're a right tackle for that matter. <laughs> I think Buffalo's really strong. Yeah. I'm not sure that the South is scary. You know, Colts, Titans, and Minnesota might run the division. The Colts are going to be completely different. I mean, they're, they're, a whole new quarterback. They're, left they, all their eggs are in the Carson Wentz basket. Yeah. And that's a frightening thing. Phillip Rivers played well last year. He did play well. He got better as the season went on. Right. Is he going to be, is, is Wentz going to be as good as Phillip Rivers was last year for them? I think that's a conversation that needs to be had that people aren't having. It's like, well, everyone's like, well, can he. Can he turn Wentz back into a franchise quarterback? Maybe, but can, is it an upgrade over last year? Is really the question. You I don't to think ask. so. I don't. I'd be shocked. Yeah. I mean, right now, I'd bet no. I might change my tune after five games or so. I'm like, oh, Wentz to study. You got to see but, it though. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm, you know, I, I think we're both Wentz supporters, but I, yeah. he played like garbage last year. He was really bad, <laughs> and he's got a long injury history too. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, some of the stuff. They haven't done much. You saw him make, again, I go back to the game against the Steelers where you saw him make some high-level throws, and you're like, uh-huh. that's, that's what you see with that guy. But then you watch him, and he's you know, holding the ball too long, fumbling, yeah. you know, th- those kind of things. You're like, is this the same guy? You've been in the league a while now. You yeah, you can't okay. make those kind of mistakes. No. And back to Tennessee real quick, their secondary got worse. Their pass rush got a little better. Um their offensive weapons are not And they the lost same. their offensive coordinator. That's to me, it's the biggest loss. Yeah. You know, like, Tannehill's fine, but I think Arthur Smith made Tannehill more the other way around. I agree. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And what's Henry? I mean, Henry's awesome, but he could fall off a cliff in a heartbeat. Oh, I mean, he's got 600 and 700 touches the last two years. The last two years, right. How long is that going to keep up? You know, he's a physical freak, but Earl Campbell wore out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right. those guys, the big guys, at some point, when they, and when they lose it, they lose it. They lose it. Yeah, it's a little bit of a fragile you know, team build. There. And they really they don't drafted very well lately. Yeah, they really don't have a backup plan there for him. No. I mean, Isaiah Wilson's not even football last year. He was yeah, first round their pick. first round pick is no longer in football. They cut Dory Jackson, another recent first round pick. You know, they they haven't built great the last couple of years. Yeah, so that that's you know that's maybe a little bit of a house of cards. Could be, could be. Yeah, yeah. that's a team I expect to go backwards. So you know, I, I think somebody's got to win the South. I would imagine the Colts. I mean, the, the Jags aren't ready. Houston yeah, Houston's, Houston's going to be bad. Yeah, real bad. I mean, it's just a bad division. Bad division. So, yeah. therefore, you know, when you look at it that, like, the team, and I don't even know which division matches up with them in the AFC. No, I'm not sure. But whichever one it is You're is getting, getting some freebies. You get, yeah. I mean, even this is way getting ahead of ourselves. Seven playoff teams, if only one comes out of the South. It's only going to be one. It's probably only going to be one. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, yeah. that's the winner might be nine and eight. Yeah, that's very possible. Feels weird to say that. I don't think I've said that yet. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it gives the Steelers as good a chance as any to be one of those other six. Yeah. I. I mean, you know, I, I think some teams in the West have done. Uh, you know, Denver's done some good stuff. Um, they, right now, Drew Locke's their quarterback. I'm a that's Chargers believer. Yeah, the Chargers. But I'm a Chargers believer every year, and they let me. Can down. they get it? Can they get past Kansas City? I don't know if they have to. I mean, yeah. but I think they could win ten games. I mean, first year head coach though. I mean. I'm always on the Charger train, and they always let you down. They always let you down. It's a new coach. I mean, but we'll got to rebuild that culture. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, I'm a Herbert believer, and they've added some pieces. Steelers get to see him next year. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Yeah, be interesting. But uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. We're going to take another break. Uh, we want to thank uh, Jacob Breck for keeping us on the air throughout the course of the show, and we want to thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs> 